When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's August 12th, 2022. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I am Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa. Alfred is off tonight, but he's off somewhere celebrating because Hit Row is back in SmackDown. And if you didn't know, now you know. Missing a member, but... That's okay. That's okay. okay. I'm just glad that BFAP was there, honestly. And me too. I was really worried they were going to bring back <laughs> I know. Uh, Ashanti and Top Dalla without without her. It would not feel right. Like I feel like, I know we'll get into the show more, but I feel like when Hit Row was in NXT, it felt like Swerve was going to be the single star out of the group. So I always felt like Swerve was going to be separated from them, but I didn't want to see the group without like those three members. So yeah. Now, was Swerve added? Were they already a group and was Swerve added to the group or was Swerve involved in the creation of the group? Every time I remember Hit Row, Swerve was a part of it. But... No, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, in the develop, like, was this like a Lance Bass situation where they just, you know, needed another member and someone said, what about this guy? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I just remember Swerve won. Didn't he win one of the singles titles while being part of, of Hit Row? Which yes, is why I always assumed that he was going to be like the the star, you know, out of the group. So I I feel like I mentally was prepared to see Hit Row without Swerve or Swerve kind of like branching out on his own. Yeah, and tonight I think um, I mean we'll talk about it. I think their introduction was a great surprise. I think they had some good moments in the ring. It was not the most polished uh, reintroduction, but hey, right. it, you know, honestly, it was one of the one of the biggest high points tonight of all of professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I, I we'll get into it, but I actually enjoyed SmackDown tonight. Yeah, it was enjoyable. But before we get into the SmackDown, let's talk about the real news, which is you... that. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, was just, I was just trying to pop you. So that's entirely why it is. The real news that uh, Lauren Ambrose has been cast as adult van in yellow. Jet. Oh, my God. I saw. I saw. And it's perfect. Is it not perfect? It is perfect. And, 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 and it's like, I mean, I don't think she crossed my mind when I was like mentally casting. You know what I mean? And then I saw it and I, I, I meant to send to the post on Instagram. And I was like, he probably seen it way before me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, that oh, was so three fun. on Yellow Jackets yeah. Buzz. We were saying I think Lauren yeah. Ambrose, uh, Alicia Witt, or Julia Stiles. And I was uh, just so sad on Julia Stiles that I feel like I didn't give anybody else a fair chance. But I'm so excited for this. I but, can't wait to be back talking on Yellow Jackets. I know, but you. not till February though. No. Oh, I know, I know. We that's a long break for us, huh? It is a long break. But it's okay, okay, okay. But let's talk about the world of the world of wrestling. All right, you want some wrestling news? Wrestling news. Glenn, are you a fan of NXT UK? I mean, in theory. 
in theory. <laughs> well, in the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer passed along some interesting information in regard of NXT UK for the month of August. He said that there is a lot of uneasiness with the NXT UK crew. The next two sets of television tapings were canceled. And the mm. reason given was that BT Sports Studios, where they taped these shows, they needed to use it for some football slash soccer coverage. But you can imagine the talent reaction um, if you could give the you know the taping and the dates to somebody else and shut down the taping that's never a good sign and nobody has really been told anything um there's a lot of rumors obviously people are speculating from this news is nxt uk done not done i i if i'm in the roster i will feel i will i don't blame them for having that unease yeah. you know because that that doesn't feel like and, and and for it to just be announced like last minute but at the same time, you do know how TV studios work sometimes and how they can just not be organized. This could be nothing. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, if I were in NXT UK, I think the writing would have been on the wall when Brooks and Dunn became the UK Tag Team Champions. You know? That would have been That's... like a little heads up that maybe things don't have that much of a future here in NXT UK. You have a valid point there, but a lot of the people that we see today came from NXT UK. You know, know. Rhea Ripley, Butch. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, NXT UK is kind of like uh, the the AEW Dark of. Uh, Ouch! And you're absolutely right because I have never watched an episode. <laughs> You've never watched AEW Dark? No, either AEW Dark or NXT UK. <laughs> I when um Piper Niven and they had the takeover, the first UK takeover. Like I was, I was really yeah. into NXT UK until then. I was like, I can't remember when this is on. And but the NXT UK takeovers I watch. I'm talking about like the weekly because I don't even know what time they air. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say mm. that your shirt is really, really over in the chat. I know. I'm noticing that. You know, I've had this. I've changed this shirt many a time before we've gone on the air because I'm like, uh, I love the color, but something about the fit I'm not as into. But no, this is the same brand as uh, all the other ones, which I can't remember. The name of it, I'll look it up. But these are the ones I ordered a bunch of that have been rotating. It goes perfectly with your background and it makes your eyes pop, Glenn. It does help with the eyes, yes. It does help yes, with it the does. eyes. It does. <laughs> yes, uh, well, uh, Glenn got my ring light on. It's just all it's all good here tonight. But uh okay, so the shirt is a kufandi. It's making the shirt shine more with yes, the ring light, uh, you know, the like Kuf the kufandi shirt. Is Can the you name type the that brand. in the chat for people that yes. might want to look into it? Yes, absolutely. Everybody, everybody, got to get on the Kufandi. Um, I know it's just it's just a fun name to say. Please, please, I hope that if we ever do a live show, all of everybody that shows up just wears one of these. The Kufandi—they're very affordable. But this is, this, I was looking at this. I was like, oh, I think this is where Pat McAfee and Seth uh, Rollins are getting a lot of their stuff you know, <laughs> through Amazon. The Kufandi shirts, so. Yeah. Shout out <laughs> oh to my them. god. Killer Styles just gave you your name for uh, <laughs> maximum male models. <laughs> I am going to take a screenshot of this podcast and I'm going to submit an application on your behalf to maximum Okay, well there models. you go. There you go. Just because of this shirt. Yeah, I don't know why the <laughs> ring lights uh popping more tonight. Maybe it's just the shirt, maybe it's just reflecting it back. I don't know. <sighs> but you know what it's really all about is finding the right under eye concealer. That's the key. Oh, God, that's a struggle that I don't need to talk about. We'll go on all night about it. <laughs> now, remember, lately, I've just I've been sleeping terribly. Lately. So as everyone know, I had the cat scratch fever. I was on the antibiotic right. for a week. 
off the antibiotics. I'm not as tired, but uh, during that, I was like, and I haven't worn under eye concealer in like 20 years, uh, but I'd forgotten that now you can't really find it clear anymore. Now they want to match your tone and I'm yeah. not good with that, but I finally found L'Oreal still makes like just a basic cream color under eye concealer. And I'm like, that has been a godsend this week just for the bags under my eyes. What about some man liner? Have you ever worn some eyeliner? The manly uh, you way know, to? I don't know if that would work on me. I don't know. Plus, I'm worried about. So you never tried it? I have. I have tried it before. You wear contacts. What's the problem? You're really well, gonna like baby over eyeliner when you're oh, like sticking true. your finger in there all the okay, time. Okay, so here's oh, the experience, bad. and I, I keep, I keep, uh, I keep it 100 <laughs> with our audience. Here's the deal. I remember uh, one time I was uh, uh, dating a girl and she was like, you should try wearing some foundation. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll check it out. I was like, oh, I like kind of the smoothed out look. And then we went out once and then I heard someone like whispering was like, is Glenn wearing makeup? And I was like, never again. Because I was like, <laughs> I didn't match it well. It was just bad. So, but under eye concealer, I'll, I'll fuck with, you know. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate you telling us about that. But you remember the old uh, thing that I was wearing my whole life is that supposedly uh the the secret of the stars was just a little preparation h under the eyes oh yeah to, uh, it's yeah you know yeah. but that's not that's not good for your eyes though in the long term so it's not but it does bring it down a bit i i say that more of an emergency you know like let's say you have like a job interview and you stayed up all night like it would definitely bring the inflammation down but and anyways anyways we're we're going this off is topic, important. No, this is good. we're educating we're educating the audience here on some important yeah. tips. I actually you. think preparation age is more effective than the, uh, what is it that people cucumbers? put the cucumbers? The cold cucumbers are not as effective as preparation age, but you have to put it in the fridge. Like it needs to be cold when you rub it on mm. your on your bags, like under your eyes. It's important though. And I mean, I just tell these people, it's like, you got to think about this as you get older. Or the other key uh, tip that I have for beauty is just never smile. Because if you never <laughs> smile, you won't get wrinkles. You don't get any wrinkles. Learn to smile without your eyes. That's the key. What do you say to cigarette smokers? That first of all, smoking is bad for you, but you know smoking those cause bad. like the worst wrinkles. Like you actually get the wrinkles from. Oh, and you sport. get the ones around like your lid. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's just, yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, there's always Botox. It's true. Don't you worry about that though? Like, yeah. I mean, it just seems. Just I don't know. I've thought about it. And it's a commitment. Once you start doing it, you have to keep Gotta up keep with it. You know it. what I mean? And then and then your fr face becomes frozen and you start not looking like yourself. So I go back and forward on that as well. It's true. Now, you know what I like? I like when you see the wrestlers. Normally, it's like they're sponsored posts. But when they're talking about their things, whether I mean, like Tyler Breeze always used to like plug like the tooth whitening system with the yeah. like, light up in his mouth and whatnot. You know, because I mean, I, I love that people that are signed to especially NXT contracts, like are not above getting comps. Uh, right. If, <laughs> I think they had to stop that probably with the Twitch crackdown because I'm noticing I'm not seeing like people shilling for protein drinks or meal plans anymore. Yeah. Well, a lot of brands also kind of like went under because of certain things. Like, don't you remember the, there used to be that tea that everybody was promoting, even the Kardashians, and it ended up just being a massive unhealthy thing to do to your body. <laughs> Yeah, you got to watch that. It's a problem with the energy drinks. I, you know, I like the energy drinks now, tell you how much caffeine is in it, but it was like 200 milligrams of caffeine. It's like, no, that is a bad idea. Uh, caffeine doesn't do anything for me anymore. Maybe I've been drinking coffee for too long. I could have a cup of coffee right now and go to sleep like nothing. Wow, that's impressive. Thank well, uh, what else is going on in the wrestling news? Oh, we got to talk about steer, the news. Steering, steering the ship back. Steering. Are you a fan of the name changes that we have seen recently? Uh, we all know I'm a fan of Butch 
But how do you feel about these name changes? Uh, you know, uh, his mama call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Well, it's being reported that some people are getting their names back. For example, Angel Garza is going by his full name. And there's speculation that also uh, Menudo Reject, Humberto Carrillo, is also going by his full name. So <laughs> it pops you every time I say that, even though you know that's what I call them. Yes. <laughs> So there's speculation that maybe now with Triple H being under creative, some of these name changes might be reverted and people might get their names back, which is something that I am 100% on board of. I would love to start with Walter. I still call him Walter. Butch has a special place in my heart, but I would love to hear Pete Dunn name come back. What do you think about this? Do you think uh, Triple H is going to make a, an effort to bring their old NXT names back? Uh, I could see that happening. I could see him. You know, I thought in the main event tonight, I, I was almost a little uh, wondering if that might have gone differently now that Vince is gone, you know? Um, right. But I think, um, it, you know, it's one of the more fascinating things in wrestling right now is trying to figure out, okay, you know, like the, the Viking Raiders, for instance. To me, that seemed like a Vince thing. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> but, you know, because you, know, you would assume that, okay, Vince is gone, so there's probably – it's probably good for a lot of people and it's probably bad Yeah, for a number of talents. Well, I, I'm just excited to, to hear names. A lot of us watch SmackDown or Raw are also fans of the old NXT. And honestly, that's the names that I'm used to going by. And I have a hard time with these weird adjustments once they come to the main roster. Walter, I really hope he's able to get that. Well, Matthew's saying he's going to march to WWE headquarters if Trip changes. Butch yes. Time. And I hope I have a bunch of people behind me and we're all chanting butch, butch, butch as we just like making our way into WWE headquarters. <laughs> oh my God. Glenn, um, are you joining me in this in, in this revolution? Viva la resistance. <laughs> I think they should make butch butcher. Butch, That's... nah. Butch is good. I like butch. Ah. Uh... Okay, I have one more news report yeah. for you. Uh, there is a condition uh, under WWE contract, uh, well, a TV contract that could prevent AW from getting more exposure. Oh. As I just shared with you, BT Sports is where NXT UK is contracted under, but you also know that that is what AW is contracted under. So people are starting to wonder if this is going to affect the viewership of AW, given the fact that WWE has seniority over this contract with BT Sports. Are they going to start getting more demanding? I don't know. It's all speculation, but I'm just giving you the news that Alfred sent before he went away to celebrate. I don't think there would ever be any shenanigans with WWE trying to do anything to possibly block the competition. I mean, where where would you even imagine such a thing could happen? Yeah, I, I don't see it. <laughs> The level of sarcasm there was very impressive. I would like to award you with actor of the night. It's a fun time in professional wrestling, much like Paula Abdul, much like Paula Abdul saying about it's the promise of a new day. And I think that that is keeping us going. And in fact, I was thinking this tonight when uh, Hit Row came back to SmackDown, I was like, if I'm TK, you bet you, if there's any former WWE or NXT talent you want, you best sign them now because they're potentially heading back. 
I was thinking about that, like seeing all these returns in WWE, etc. I was thinking like we're gonna go back into maybe AW and WWE hoarding talents, just mm-hmm. signing them because like they don't want the other company to get them. But I think I think the person that will benefit the most is Triple H because that way you can keep this this excitement going for a couple of weeks if you sign a bunch of people and have them slowly come back. And that's and this is not a slight against Tony Khan or AEW at all, but look. Just bringing people back and getting that surprise, like you win the week with that and maybe you don't always know what to do with them after or how to book them long term. Like, oh, I don't know, 90% of the people he signed, uh, but it's great surprise debuts and you'll figure out the rest later, you know, but yeah. look, they, they could bring back uh, Brazango. I'd pop huge for that. Um, you know, we they know could, who you want to be brought back, Enzo and Cass and oh That's all we need to make Glenn happy. If like less likely now, Enzo would have been much more likely under Vince uh, than Triple H, I think, because Triple H didn't like Enzo even before all the things like uh, that uh, that uh, uh, led to his departure from the company. But no, I think I mean you could bring back uh, Emma. Like you could bring back anyone right now you can bring back uh you know uh zach and uh you know or uh or Bo or i think people would pop like it's easy to own the week it's easy at least to own yeah. the night just when you do that you know agreed and again you're gonna make every show being booked better people are gonna get competitive and shows are gonna start getting better it is an exciting time in professional wrestling Ashley's asking this. Did Chauncey always have that music she had tonight? I think I heard it before, but something about like "Welcome to the Ball Pit." I was just like, "What's?" Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I don't think I heard that song before for her. People don't talk about ball pits enough anymore. When I was a child, and we go to Chuck E. Cheese, the ball pit was over. You know, because you, you maybe want to play. How dangerous they are! Like the things that they will find. How unsanitary they are! No. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's like Lake Mead draining. They're gonna find bodies. They're going to find like half dissolved bodies at the bottom of a ball pit. Yep. Do you remember when there was like that con? I can't remember. Was it the fairy con? There was a, there was a convention done and all that they brought was like a tiny kiddie pool with a bunch of balls. And they were like, that's our attraction, a ball pit. (laughs) Random stupid crap that I remember at access, uh, 2016, where I drank my weight in Mountain Dew Kickstart free samples. Oh, uh, you're still talking about that. Huh? <laughs> remember they had the ring that was just filled up with all the foam, and you could go and like, yes, that was fun. Do moon salts and stuff onto the, to the into the foam. Did you do one? I didn't. I meant to, but the line was long for that, though. You know. I know because it was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I wish access was still like that. No, no. Well, it's probably not the best time, but. Uh, yeah, still, we're living in the in-between. But tonight, the Smiggity Smackdown. Yes, which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but it didn't air for everybody because what? of the NFL preseason games. It didn't air in some markets. There were Fox was showing an NFL preseason game, and he said that it was going to air at like 11.30 p.m. for them. I didn't see any announcements from anyone in social media today in regards to this. It's going to affect the viewership. Now, with the NFL, is that like the XFL or? Yeah, it's like like the XFL, but like more professional. (laughs) Interesting. You know, the X stands for extreme. Uh, When is the XFL coming back? When is that happening? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. 
uh looking forward to it. remember everyone got really hyped for the xfl again for like a week the xfl was actually having decent games and then the pandemic happened and everything fell apart but i don't know if you got to enjoy a couple of their games i i didn't think they were bad we did a podcast me and raj and maybe matt morgan we did like we covered like the first xfl relaunch oh game. that's awesome big. you know wrestling inc yeah. used to have an xfl fan site that raj ran as well really yeah Super interesting. But yeah, SmackDown, I-, I was afraid, but I forgot we're no longer on Vince's, you know, creative. Because as soon as I, I was looking that some people were complaining that the show wasn't airing for them, I was like, oh my God, is the show going to be really bad now because they're not going to try because it's not airing for everyone? But that didn't seem to be the case. But I'm very curious to see what the viewership numbers come back as because not everybody was getting the show to- tonight. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there that... uh there was some good stuff tonight, but this this was this was okay. It was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. Interesting, interesting. I, I thought the main event it. was good. Let's let's talk about. It. So we opened with a match in the women's tag team title tournament: Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah versus Shotzi and Zia Lee. First round match for the women's tag team titles. It's got about ten minutes. Good back and forth. What did you think of this match? I enjoyed this match. I didn't like, I, I thought it got a little convoluted right before they went into that commercial break where they were all fighting on the outside because Natalia mm. and Sonia Deville yeah. were watching on the outside. It didn't feel like we needed all of that chaos. My favorite thing about this match is just the fact that Aliyah is just in for the ride. I mean, Raquel did all of the work here to the point that when the match ended, Aliyah just jumped on Raquel and kissed her like, yes, I'm moving on and I didn't have to do anything. Uh, a little concerned about what this does for Chatsy and Sia I know Triple H has a lot in his play, but Chauncey and Sia Lee have not been booked to their best in the main roster, and tonight didn't do them any favors. Yeah, um, but I like that. I like Lee. You know, that's what Matt Morgan used, and I used to talk about. That would be our tag team, that uh, he would do all the wrestling, and then we would have the titles, and I would brag about how we won. Well, I don't know if you watched my interview with Bobby Lashley, but he said me and him are winning the tag team titles together. And that's what he told me. He's like, I'll just need you to stand there and clap for me. And I was like, I can do that. Yeah, that works. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I thought this was good. And hey, Aaliyah, you know, Triple H owes her. She's She was in NXT for like 20 years. Longer than she's been alive. She was born into NXT. She was there. She finally is on the main roster. She's she a cat. And she's lived seven of her nine lives in NXT. Yes. Uh, but no, and uh, you know, Raquel, the audience seems really into her. I think yeah, Shotzi... but she needs to stop smiling. She has got to stop smiling. It's not it. When you look as dominant as she does, like she makes all of these girls in the ring look like toddlers. You don't need to smile. Just come out there and be intimidating because she is. You know, the smiling, I just I just don't like it. Hmm. Not for the way that she looks i want to i i don't i don't necessarily want her turning heel but i can see her as a force like what rhea ripley is doing in monday night raw right now because she Mm. just looks so dominant and we do live in a wwe universe with parallel gimmicks on different brands (laughs) i mean i don't mean do literally the same thing but i mean that's how they think about it you do literally the same thing they do but on separate brands (laughs) yep uh so good match yeah i don't think natalia and sonya had to be out there well 
talk though later about their opponents in the promo. Their match is not even like against them yet. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like like I, I think like Sonia and Natalia have to make it through Nikita and so is Dark. So why are they out there? Like I did I just didn't feel that necess- was necessary, nor did it add anything to the match. I really liked this carrying cross and scarlet promo backstage that then panned over to show Drew McIntyre walking out to the ring. Yeah, for what? We didn't see Karrion Cross attack him or anything. I love the promo. I love the promo, but I'm waiting all night on a Karrion Cross attack on on Drew McIntyre. But we didn't get that. The promo, seeing them together, I just I absolutely love it. I, like I love how Karrion Cross is so intense and he's talking, and then Scarlett is in the background, like jizzing over every word that he's saying. It's just perfect. You know, people are really buzzing about Karrion being back in WWE. I think uh, this is interesting how they're doing it and uh, the direction it's going in. I think it could be good. Yeah, it seems like the people that were making a priority to bring back are people that were done very, very dirty when they came to the main roster. Think about it. They brought up Hit Row to release them in, what, two weeks? Look at what they did to Karrion Cross in the main roster. I feel like we're trying to right some wrongs here. Who's the other one? There was at least one or two other performers that got the weird like call up now you're fired or like some really sketchy behavior like oh you're in a feud now you're fired we have to think about this i'm trying to think right now but i i personally hated what they did with karen cross and hit row so i'm glad that this is happening for them ashley with uh super chat asking do you like top dollars attire i think he looks fanish i didn't catch i didn't I didn't have a problem with it until all three of them were standing there. And there's something about BFAB. I've been a big fan of her, but I think BFAB does have an it factor to her. And she's always so well-dressed that it did make him look a little fanish uh, next to her. I feel like, and I don't know how quickly this came together with bringing them back, but I feel like right. if they would have done maybe like two more tech rehearsals of that segment, it yeah. could have been mind-blowingly awesome. I think it was a... yeah. B plus return, uh, but still very good and very promising. I'm glad they're back. But yeah, like I think it could just use a little more polish. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mia Lee, four ninety nine. What are they doing with Sunny? It's so good seeing Scarlett on SmackDown. So happy to see Hit Row back. Can't wait for Nikita next week. Main roster ain't ready. I'm really excited about Nikita and with Sunny. The Sunny angle tonight, I was very disappointed about Sunny losing to Parker. However, Sunny being in trust trustbusters? Trust Trustbusters. That at yes, the end that's... made me excited. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm I love seeing Scarlett and I'm excited for Nikita. So I think we all are. Yes. Yes. Uh today is not my birthday. Someone in the chat was saying that I'm like, not, not even close. Six months, six months off. Uh, so America's sweethearts, the Viking Raiders came out to the ring. No, you, you skipped Drew McIntyre. Oh, sorry. The crappy promo. Yeah. Please well, do not skip Drew McIntyre because I had a lot of issues with this promo. T- talk to the people. So Drew McIntyre comes out. He doesn't have the sword. So at least there's that, right? There's something promising here. No sword. But he comes out and he cuts this promo about 
you know, what he's going to do to Roman Reigns. And he's got three options. First of all, he said hospital, which, as you know, used to be a banned word. Yeah. So I appreciated that hospital knockout or something else. And I just didn't like it. I feel like there's a couple of things that we have to adjust with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre has been on multiple fields with Roman Reigns. He's come out victorious in none of them. So uh, why should I believe you this time? Nothing has changed. If anything, you got worse than the last time <laughs> you feuded with, with, with Roman Reigns. So I wish he would have just been more realistic and maybe talk about the pressure that he feels with this show being in the UK, you know, and him having to main event. And I don't know, I, I would have preferred a more realistic promo from Drew McIntyre. This was just your generic babyface 101 promo. Yes. Uh, Could have been more. Should have yeah. been more. Uh, then what happened? Remember, attack. Scarlett comes out. We Scarlet get the whole out. entrance. No carry on cross, but we get the black and white. We get the music. She comes out looking like an like a nun, like she like a naughty nun outfit. I wore something similar like that for Halloween one year. And then when I'm waiting for carry on cross to attack, it's the Usos who pop out. Yes. And then they told Scarlett, if your husband steps up, he's gonna get this work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like when Roman can't be there. Um, but I'm sorry, I don't want Roman there every week. Like, what makes you think that North Carolina is worthy of Roman Reigns, the tribal chief? Maybe they should book you, Issa, for a promo about what you're going to do to Roman Reigns. Is <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I, I do think we're on PG-14 now, but it probably wouldn't even be close why Anyways, don't you write the on. promo for drew about what you would do to roman reigns then drew can just go i will write reigns. a better promo for drew I, I i i i you should check out my stream chip plug we talked about what drew mcintyre should have said in okay. this situation okay there we go <laughs> uh the viking raiders were attacked oh by kofi kingston <laughs> yeah and then what happened glenn uh they started beating up kofi they did uh, like the weakest splash that i think i've seen ever <laughs> no <laughs> i'm sorry it was just look here's I... the thing i say this is like a big dude like kevin owens is a big dude kevin owens does some impressively physical aerial movements this was yeah. not that this was like this was like like you're 12 and wrestling with your brother and you just go and like step up on the couch and then like splash onto him. Like this was not it wasn't it wasn't very visually appealing. Yeah. <laughs> but do you not think that Kofi had that coming? Like I know we're supposed to sympathize with Kofi, but of course, you know, you know how I am. You know how my brain functions. It's like he comes out to attack the Viking Raiders who have been just beating on them for weeks. He knows they have these big shields and all that. And he comes out with that weak ass candlestick, Glenn. He had this coming through. Like he deserved it. Like what were you thinking? Why would you attack two guys uh with a kendo stick? A kendo kendo stick is And they um... have shields and they have shields yeah. to like it felt like a very stupid move on Kofi Kingston's part. He might be dead, yeah. though. Yeah. Well, they're going to have a Viking funeral for the... Uh, oh, God, you're right. I forgot about that. I was being sarcastic when I said he might be dead. They're going to put the New Day out in a boat, set it on fire. Call Tony D'Angelo. He knows how to dispose of bodies. Oh, it's true. It's true. They end up in AEW. <laughs> okay, this I loved. I love Sami Zayn talking to the Usos backstage, <laughs> then McIntyre attacks, and Sami just runs. <laughs> 
I didn't realize how fast he ran. So I just see this person all the way in the background, and I'm thinking we have some commotion like on Monday Night Raw. I thought maybe it was Karrion Cross, and then I realized it's Sami Zayn, and I'm like, did he really just run that fast? And then he th- and then he tried to tell them he was getting security. Hilarious. I don't think I don't think uh, Sami Zayn is gonna be a uh, uh, a bloodline member for much longer. Well, no, this is what's going to happen. It occurred to me tonight. They're going to tell him if he wants to stay in the group, he has to take out Karrion Cross, which could end up, that could go a couple different ways. One, if Sammy's physically 100%, that could be a banger of a match. Sammy versus yeah. Karrion. Or we get Sammy trying to do some like terrible backstage attack segment and he gets beat up so bad he's written off TV. Like this could be the best storyline in professional wrestling for the month if Sammy is assigned to take out Karrion Cross. Agreed. Uh, Steve Marcuccioli, Buck 99, could you see Cross getting over as a tweener? I mean, I think that's what they're going for is sort of that yeah. Stone Cold esque rogue hero and you have to put him in that situation in this particular field you know you have drew mcintyre the the blueprint of lame baby faces and then you have roman reigns who's in this crazy run so where do you have to put carrion cross in that in between kind of character and he's doing a good job at it. yeah he's got to shave his head though again no you like rob How thomas carrion cross i love the hair on carrion cross someone pointed out on twitter he looks exactly like mike barnes from uh, karate kid part three uh, oh. <laughs> Cross retweeted me responding to that. Like, like he's aware, he knows. Um, yeah. but with the shaved head, like shaved head and facial hair, like if Walter White on Breaking Bad tossed anything, that's the most menacing look. Okay, I like the hair. Okay, there you go. Uh, so Hit Row. Took on Trevor Irwin and Brandon Scott tonight. Before Hero came out, what were they doing to these two poor local enhancement guys with all the arrows and the numbers and the circles? <laughs> I popped for it. <laughs> Pat McAfee got from Fox Sports one of the screens you can write on for football plays, and he's using oh. it now. So Pat McAfee oh is going to Oh, my God. Okay, that's why it was actually funny. I was... I don't know, knocked out with COVID last week, remember? So I didn't watch this. So I had no idea what was going on. But I was like, what is happening? And why is it so funny? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So if you miss one week of television, you really could miss on something big. Yes. Uh, so BFAB, Ashanti, top dollar out there tonight. And uh, this was good. They had some good moves in the ring. But yeah, I just thought yes. this could have just been a little bit presented a little bit better. But I'm so happy they're back. I am so happy they're back. You guys know we had we were big fans of them here in the podcast. I'm sure Alfred can't wait to talk about it. I was very, very, very excited. Loved the promo at the end. BFAB looks like a star. I'm a big fan of managers. I know a lot of people are really speculating. Is she going to wrestle? Is she not going to wrestle? I like a good ballet manager in professional wrestling. And now we got Scarlett and we have BFAB doing it. I think it's awesome. Didn't she wrestled one match in NXT? Yeah, against Electra, remember? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, and at the end, they said they're the OG three. So I wonder if that was them throwing a little shade that Swerve was an add-on to the group. Right, right. Uh, that's that's why I was speculating as well. I'm so happy they're back. Do you think they would have had a bigger pop if we didn't? If it wasn't all over social media? <laughs> I feel like they. You know, it's a good question because we knew this was coming. Right. I was a hundred percent from the news. And then when Alfred said he was missing tonight, I thought, is Alfred joining Hit Row? Is that what's going on? 
<laughs> you literally put that in the in the group chat. I literally put that in the text. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed so else? hard. I was like, "What?" <laughs> because why else would he miss this? Because he knew they were going to be back. The streets. The streets told him. You know? The streets did tell him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm just I'm glad they're back. We'll see where it goes. But I do think that WWE needs to work on their tag team division because I do not need to see the Usos versus the New Day or the Three Profits one more time. So bring more tag teams, please. Yes. Hit Row versus the Viking Raiders. Book it. No, I mean, why are you trying to kill them already? <laughs> you don't see what they did to Kofi Kingston tonight? It's true. <laughs> Wait, what is this? Ashley... <laughs> What does this mean? I have no idea, but I, I want to laugh already. Let me oh, see. okay, okay, okay. Uh, 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 is it like a gi, like a karate gi, like a lit? Uh, she's asking, do I it's like a light uh, sleeveless padded jacket? Yes, top dollars, extra, extra small. <laughs> maybe he was going for fitted, you know, you can do baggy, you can do maybe he was just going for that fitted look. Isn't that weird? There's a fine line. Okay. So growing up like a Husky boy, I wore a lot of baggy clothes. And then, you know, if I learned anything from watching what not to wear, like kind of just seeing it in the background of normally whoever I was dating, watching what not to wear, I learned sure that does. fitted clothing will always make you will compliment your physique more. So you shouldn't hide it. You're better off to wear something form fitting. But I will say there is a fine line between something that is fitted and fits well and something that's yeah. too tight and too small. Yes, I agree with you. But with baggy clothing, like there's, I mean, it's funny because it's comfortable because you feel like, oh, I'm hiding my body and my body issues behind this baggy clothing. But then you see photos of yourself and you're like, I look like I'm wearing a sack. Like it's not. not, I'm personally not a fan of baggy clothing at all. So I usually wear probably too tight fitting clothing. But then, well, hey, if you got it, flaunt it. But uh, then there's the pinnacle of the Husky Boy experience, which is uh, everyone's in the swimming pool and you're wearing a T-shirt in a swimming pool. In the swimming pool. <laughs> yep, classic. The Husky Boy experience. Uh, Allison Tuckwab, $9.99. Hey, Allison. Triple H wants to cut it down to two hours. Is that true? I mean, he says he does, but look, the TV deal is too lucrative. For that third hour, makes him a lot of money. Yeah, this this uh, Monday Night Raw going to two hours is not up to WWE. This is actually up to the networks, and and there's too much advertisement money. Yes. Dylan Matthews saying, Glennon, hit row, book it. Yes, please. Yes, I'll boy. Be, be the hype man. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to be that guy in the hip-hop group, because I've had my stint as, as a rapper before. I want to be in the guy in the hip-hop group that just repeats the last word. Of what the rapper oh my. said. I want to be like like yes. Danny Boy in House of Pain. People might say Send Dog in Cypress Hill, but Danny Boy in House of Pain was the best because Everlast would be, you know, something like coming back with the Irish style. Style. Make it worth your while. Wow. You know, just like uh, that's the best. In with it's it, the best. You know? Just yes. there to punctuate. Sorry, <laughs> Ashley. I'm sorry I referred to you as a she. I tried to say Ashley. Uh I I actually did try and uh not gender that because I know Ashley, like our beloved Ashley Parker Angel. Oh my God. Soundtrack to your life. Life. One of the best songs <laughs> ever written. Yes. Yes. So uh, back to SmackDown. 
Let's talk about. Oh, we have a great package about the history of the Intercontinental Championship. Beautiful. Pa- it was, it was. I almost just worded that horribly. It was a beautiful video package. <laughs> Do you think someone out there has edited together a supercut of here's Issa's statements taken out of context? No, please don't. But I thought about it. I even tweeted it and everybody was like, do it. I was like, I should start a wrestling ink out of contest, you know, account where I just tweet random crap that we say. Because, yeah, it was a it was a great video package. We saw one on Monday for the United States title. We saw this. I love the title building up the secondary titles. They have history. All you have to do is just work on it. I feel like if these titles meant something, we wouldn't be missing, you know, when Roman Reigns can't be there. Yes. I always miss Roman Reigns, but you know, always. Now in the chat room, they're discussing Everlast from House of Pain, his solo career. Uh, <laughs> his first song, I Got the Knack, is very good. Samples My Sharona, much like uh, Run DMC's It's Tricky, which I didn't realize till like a year ago, sampled My Sharona. Because I'm really, just, yeah, it's just My Sharona like slowed down. Yes. Oh my God. I can't unhear it now. I know. I didn't realize that for 30 plus years. Wow. I know. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, a little Fun behind. Uh, Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler signed a contract, but Ronda oh, Rousey suspended, thoughts. showed up in the ring. This, okay, I want to hear your thoughts, but let me just give you mine in a nutshell. It's a bad idea if you're trying to build Shayna and Liv to mean something, and then you're like, no, we're going to make this all about Ronda, who's not even on TV. And then you've got Shayna, who you're trying to build up as this big top level opponent for the championship. And you've got Rhonda saying like, you're a bootleg version of me. Like this is not how you, this did not help Shayna at all. I went through a roller coaster of emotions in this segment. Like I, like it was literally like this, right? Because I thought that this is the best Rhonda has looked probably since her return. I love the attitude. She came out as the baddest, right? So, there I am thinking what you just said. Well, this is doing a lot for Rhonda. She dumps the money on the table. I loved everything about her attitude tonight. And then I'm thinking, Rhonda's not in this match. <laughs> like, why are we doing all of this for Rhonda, right? I did not need to see the interaction between Rhonda and Shayna. I don't need to hear Rhonda saying anything about Shayna. I still want them to be friends. I want, the, I want this feud to happen, but I want it to be differently. I didn't want to see Shayna coming out like, what are you doing? Like, it made Shayna look weak. When Shayna got in the ring, I liked her promo, moves the money, signs the contract. I like that. This did absolutely nothing for Liv Morgan because she comes out and she cuts this promo where she's talking about how uh, she beat Ronda Rousey clean. But two weeks ago, you were apologizing to the fans because they called you out on tapping out and owned it. She literally said, I own it. So don't come over here and said, I beat her clean twice. You know what I mean? Like it felt very weak of, of, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan should have come out here and said, hey, I figured out a way to beat Ronda. I'll figure out a way to beat you because she is clearly the underdog. Also, they need to stop booking her like the girl that, that doesn't feel like she should be champion. Like you're a champion now. Own it and act like one. They, it, it didn't do a lot for anyone but Ronda Rousey, who is not in this match. I thought Ronda looked great tonight. It's it's like uh, someone in the chat room is asking about Bullet Train, which I have not seen yet. It's like the movie Bullet Train in the sense of if you're promoting Bullet Train 
and you're like, hey, we're going to have Brad Pitt and Bad Bunny, the stars of Bullet Train, come out to talk about it. Oh, hey, here, but first, here's The Rock, who's like, hey, it's The Rock. I'm not in this movie. I know I've got like six right. movies coming out a year. I'm not in this, and uh, I'm going to talk for a bit. Oh, and by the way, like, uh, you guys are never going to be me. Okay, go promote your film now. Like, you don't, right. you don't take somebody that's a bigger star and have them diss the people in the match. I mean, I think Ronda might get added to this magic clash in the castle. Possibly. I mean, I don't know. I don't know because you don't need to sell tickets, but I feel like this pay-per-view is a very big deal just because of the location and the expectations from it. Now, a Ronda Shayna feud, that could have some real heat. Oh, take all of my money. But I don't want to see it like this, like over who gets to fight Liv Morgan. That should not be the reason why them clash. Like, I actually wanted to see them have a tag team title run before I even see them feud. Dylan Matthews saying that you tapped out chance for live heel win at clash. I mean, maybe, although I could see she's Ronda. She's been winning as a heel. She hasn't, she hasn't won clean. <laughs> I could see Rhonda pinning. I don't know. I could see some shenanigans with Shayna uh, in this. Liv tapped out. Yes. At the, at the pay-per-view. So she's been, she's already been winning as a heel. So yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to a full heel turn, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Ashley, uh, he is asking, did I watch the Woodstock 99 documentary on Netflix? And oh, I, I did. Need to. And that is The Miz in the opening credits. It is. It is. You know what it is, though? It's I watched the... Uh, so HBO had a Woodstock documentary last year on Woodstock 99, and on Netflix has one, and it's just... Yeah. I, know, I know the story. Like, there wasn't a lot new. They just got different right, people. Right, right. It's the same it. story. I've seen so many YouTube documentaries before all these big companies started making documentaries about it that it's just like, okay, so you guys got more more production value than a YouTuber telling yeah. you the same story. <laughs> you know, Issa, I don't know if you're aware of this. Did you know that that greed and money was perhaps the motivation behind Woodstock 99 and which set up the scenario for which all these horrible events unfolded? Is that right, Glenn? It's just, that's like when you're watching documentary you're like i know what this is going to be about i mean basically you know yeah and it's it's terrible a lot of the stuff that happened there but it's just not there's not a lot of new ground to, to be covered uh, right. not like not like these db cooper documentaries that are coming out five a year that have no new information whatsoever and are all pure baseless speculation right right okay good. <sighs> it's very frustrating very frustrating <laughs> uh so Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler clash at the castle. I think my dog just turned off one of my lights. That's hilarious. Wow. Okay, sorry. He's so talented. What about the Usos versus Drew McIntyre in a handicap match? And oh, Drew McIntyre was being attacked until America's sweetheart, Madcap Moss, came out to the rescue. Why? I don't know. <laughs> and why did the Usos lose this? I mean, I guess they had to do something. I uh, the only thing I enjoy about I mean it was a good match there was a lot of in -ring, a good in ring action I mean the Usos Drew McIntyre you're not gonna miss and then Madcap coming out but I thought that Sami Zayn stole the show here taking all of these claymores for the Usos to yes. make up for earlier uh, intrigued again on whether the Usos are gonna continue the relationship with Sami Zayn well their relationship with yes. Sami Zayn or not but I still don't like seeing champions lose on TV and the Usos are still your tag team. You, you know, both shows tag team champions and they took a big L tonight. The Usos, the, unless the titles are on the line, always lose. The Usos are treating Sami Zayn more like he's a member of the bloodline than you would think. Think so? 
Yeah, because even when they said to him, like, we told you last week, you better step it up if you want to be in the bloodline. And it's just like, wait, you guys are taking this way too seriously. I didn't think about it from that perspective. You're right. You know, because I mean, you, the reaction should be kind of <laughs> like, uh, okay, you could be like our water boy. Like you're the mascot, you know, he's the equipment manager. Sorry. He's the, he's the Misty of, of the bloodline, you know? Oh my God. I love what, <laughs> what Ashley typed in the chat. Cole said, did you hear the ovation for Matt Cap? Nope, we didn't. <laughs> Blessings hard for trying. <laughs> also, what's up with the way Cole says, Shotzi. Shotzi, like all the time, know. like he enunciates it so much. I don't know, but that's a good point. He probably just missing Sasha, or you know, Roman is no longer the big dog. <laughs> he needs he needs something to say. And speaking of enunciation, tonight Karrion Cross spoke like he's been taking diction lessons on how to like enunciate and pronounce words. Yeah, I noticed that. I feel like maybe they feel like if they get if they get it right, then it feels more powerful. Mm, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. That's what I need some diction lessons to uh, go on top of the years of speech therapy I had as a child for my lips. You have speech therapy? So my tongue is connected in the front of my mouth rather than the back of my mouth. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, crazy. So that little connector, like it's right... I, you see how it's kind of prominent there? Yeah. So, and as a child, they were like, hey, do you want to go to speech therapy every day? And I was like, no. And they're like, well, good news. We can cut that and it'll fix your lisp. And they got the scissors about an inch from my mouth where I was like, nope, not doing it. I'll go to speech therapy. Oh my God. What? A... <laughs> That's a good way to talk someone to going to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I had speech therapy doing L's touching uh the roof of my mouth with L's. As wow. A child. I know. <laughs> um, so, Maximum Male Models had a face-off backstage. with Who did they have a face-off backstage with, Issa? Menudo Rejects. And now, Menudo Rejects and Maximum Male Model Rejects. Because they said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> They should, st oh, you know what they should do? Okay, so one, this feud is actually going to be lit. And yes. uh, here's what they should do. They should, the Los Lotharios should say they're starting Maximur male models. Uh, that would be funny, actually. <laughs> I like that idea. That's, that's, yes, that's the That key. photo shoot that they were doing look lit. Here's the thing. How do you put all that baby oil on without like massively staining your clothes? Because they were wearing pants. Get all the baby oil up top. That's what I would worry about. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking that's what you thought about when you were yes. watching this. <laughs> I am not a baby oil person. Uh, okay. It's very tough to wash off. Like I don't, I don't like lotion on my skin. Like okay. I have problems with sunscreen. Like, I just don't like that feeling, you know, I'm like something. I feel like I just need a shower when I have that. So okay. baby oil, like just, yeah, I would, I would, I'd be freaking out. Can't deal with it. Understood. Sounds like torture. So, uh, <laughs> Bear Hudson 
five dollars with wrestlemania 39 being in la do you really expect roman versus rock and should the rock appear at least once on raw or smackdown fiend sign with wwe i mean the fiend people talking this week like bray good chance of it coming back but the rock and roman i mean i feel like we've been expecting this for the last five wrestlemanias yeah i mean it might happen i think that right now <laughs> i think that right now the possibilities are endless just because of the, the way that creative could change from here into WrestleMania, you know, um, <laughs> would I like to see it? Yes. Uh, but I, I don't know that it's necessarily what we're getting. We'll see. But if the rock is involved in a major WrestleMania match, I would assume that we'll see him in a couple of shows just to promote it. I like your prediction style though. You should start a 900 number for wrestling predictions. And when people call, it should be like the rock versus Roman. It could happen. Who could knows? Happen. Yeah, that's just every Bray Wyatt coming back to WWE could happen. It's possible. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. anything is possible. <laughs> I got the headset already. I'm ready for this. Like, <laughs> this, this should be this you should just on Twitter. This should be like your fire scoops that you're putting oh out. Oh my there. god, like, shut up. I'm gonna start doing it. One minute yeah. videos every day. Like, here is the latest. Yeah, I'm gonna open the real, the real dirt cheese. <laughs> Your predictions for WrestleMania 39 <laughs> could happen. <laughs> it would be the is... ultimate troll job, and I'll yes. blame it on you. <laughs> and then the great thing is when you're like right one out of 50 times, people think you're a fucking genius. You know? <laughs> Do a compilation on my YouTube of all the yeah. times I was right. <laughs> Do you remember that YouTube? Here I go. I, I am a YouTube nerd, but do you remember that YouTube channel that posted a bunch of videos of celebrity deaths unlisted for like a bunch of years? And then when the celebrity actually passed away, they would um, make the video public. Because if you yeah. do that, YouTube would show that you posted it on the day that you originally posted. So for a while, people were thinking that they predicted all of these celebrity deaths, but that wasn't the case. It was just, they just randomly uploaded a bunch of videos and a couple of times they got it right. That's what you should also do for wrestling scoops is you should post like, here are my <gasps> WrestleMania predictions. Shut up. Shut do up. every outcome and then just publish Why are we, can we, can we talk about this off the air? People <laughs> yeah. are going to steal my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Glenn. We can. We got something here. <laughs> I'm. I'm like in the early stages of planning the dumbest YouTube channel ever. I just need to see if it's going to get me sued or not. So. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So I got that I DJ. Wait. I got that DJ kit. Right. Um. I got the okay. deck for the DJ software mm -hmm. on iPad. And what I right. like is God, it's got the big colorful pads that you can assign to samples. So when I've been doing mashups mm -hmm. and stuff, like, uh, you know, there've been memes before about Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles, but I queued it up on there to the making my way downtown and I dropped the music so it's just the vocals. So it's just like, I just popped my wife like crazy. It was just hitting that button again and I'll just keep looping that over songs. And then I started like mashing that with other things. So I'm thinking about doing this channel called A Thousand Mashups. That's literally just a thousand mashups of A Thousand Miles with other songs. Oh bro that's incredible but i think it's gonna get me sued nah just keep it well yeah it could because <laughs> i do this now when i work out when i work out i don't do it with the controller i do the ipad again the treadmill and i'm just like oh i wonder if i can mash it up with this song i wonder if i can mash it up with this song and i'll just sit there and walk for 40 minutes while i mash up like a thousand miles with like five or six different songs and i'm like yep that works yep that works yep that works you know and you don't even pay attention to how long you're in the treadmill for because exactly it's exactly. a win-win situation it's the best workout aid that i've ever had 
Uh, but yeah, last night's in there mashing up a uh, thousand miles with like a prayer. And then for, to be clever, I was like NWA is a hundred miles and running. So I could call it like a thousand Yo. miles and running, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, it works. It works with a lot of songs. I was thinking about Michelle yeah, branch last night. Cause she was in the news. So Vanessa Carlton and Michelle branch go very well together. That was easy. Uh, yes. so yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think this is going to be good. I think, I think this is a solid idea. I love the idea. Thousand mash, but you can even do your predictions idea. I think this, this is the future. <laughs> You know, yeah, right. You know, here. The, the best track record of uh picks. <laughs> um, so uh, and and this this conversation more entertaining than Mad Cat Moss. Agreed. <laughs> but let's talk about well, I was gonna say let's talk about the main event, but first Ricochet was backstage, he got attacked by Corbin. We can talk about the main event. Oh, wait, no, this though, this almost as good as the main event, maybe part of it, which no, was the video stop. package. For Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Okay, here's the problem. And I'm Come saying this. On. She said, I, I love to sing and dance. What does that have to do with any of this? And we're never going to speak about that first promo again. She yeah. Living, uh, do you see the video truth. roaming around Twitter this week? Wait, what now? What? Do you see the video of her no. in that TV show that's roaming around Twitter No, this week? what was it? Uh, I'll send it to you later. Okay. But... <laughs> Okay, when they cut the video package and she's doing the like kick and the roar and stuff like that, here's the problem is that um, Zoe Stark is a very good competitor, but this is like you can't pair these two together because Nikita is so over and she's going to get so over. And I think that Zoe Stark's in an unfortunate position of having to be paired with one of the most obvious superstars and breakout stars in WWE in recent memory. Okay, but <coughs> excuse me. I agree. <coughs> but the promo was weak. The video package was weak. Uh you put together a tag team that makes absolutely no sense, right? No. We don't No, they don't make sense. No, no, right? no. And in I fact, know there's Yeah, I'm sorry. There's a lot of Toronto tag teams together for this tournament, but they're from NXT. There should be a presentation. They should have been serious. They should have been talking about what motivated them to get together, why they're going to succeed together, even though they don't have the same experience as other tag teams. Like, I didn't, I didn't like it at all. Well, potential spoiler alert. Cover your ears if you don't want to be potentially spoiled. But uh, Toxic Attraction apparently were at SmackDown tonight, and I'm reasonably sure they're going to attack Nikita and Zoe next week and take their spot. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. Edward Cousins is saying Nikita's going to join Hit Row and rap with them. Okay, look, I think Nikita Lyons could be one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling if pushed correctly. That first promo where she rapped, and it, and she has good music. Faith Jeffries, her uh, shoot name, she's released good music, but that original promo and they tried to push, like, that was, no, that was not good. No boy, no. So, uh, the main event, Gunther. Oh, it was so beautiful. Versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the IC title. Started, they got their entrances 25 minutes. It's got about 15 minutes of TV time. Yeah. Yeah, just about. Uh, Gunther taking the Kinshasa, like, with no sweat. Yeah, but he did struggle. There was there was a there was a little bit of struggles here and there back and forth for Gunther. I was rooting for Shinsuke just because he came out wearing the colors of the belt. I thought maybe he got yeah. this gear especially made for him because oh. he's gonna win this title again. 
but that wasn't the case. However, I didn't care. This match was everything I wanted it to be and more. It was a first-time match for me personally, a dream match, King of Strong style against Gunther, who's like one of the stiffest persons. I just I was really looking forward to this. And they delivered. And it almost I almost wish I would have not seen it until like a pay-per-view. I think this was pay-per-view worthy. This was a very good match. It was very yes. good. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it. I think that a lot of good back and forth. I thought Shinsuke could win. And I love how Shins- I love Shinsuke's gear. And looking at him tonight, it was just like again, like this guy's such a rock star. And he had he was he was wrestling and, and presenting himself with a purpose tonight. You can see when Shinsuke's invested and when he's not. And I did think that he looked like a star. He looked he looked better than he's looked in months, even when he was the Intercontinental Champion. I thought tonight was a good night for him. And again, major appreciation. We saw a first-time incredible match between Champa and Bobby Lashley on Monday for the United States Championship. And now we saw this. The secondary titles are starting, are starting to really mean something. Well, they have to because the main title is not a TV title anymore. I mean, we don't even get the TV champ. We don't even get the main oh champion God. anymore. Imagine Sheamus versus Gunther. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, my God. That would be so big, meaty, man, slapping meat. Did Let's you register go. the domain name? Someone's going to take I it. Stop. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name my podcast. I'm going to create a podcast and name it. <laughs> People are going to think it's about something. I know. But apart. listen, more views, more clicks. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, so good main event. This was hot show, hot and I like I like SmackDown tonight. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then we went right from that into Rampage, opening, hearing from Brian Danielson tonight. Yeah, I bet it's very difficult for him to pick his wardrobe. <laughs> what did you think of this in his confrontation with Daniel Garcia tonight? I. I don't know. I need Daniel Garcia. I don't know that I wanted Daniel Garcia to be a person that defeated Brian. I'm looking forward to the match. I think the match in the ring is going to be great, but I think that Daniel Bryan is on a different level promo-wise than Daniel Garcia, and he shows. Hmm. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Daniel Bryan, though. I just can't get invested into Daniel. Like, I'm sorry, I can't get invested into Daniel Garcia or the JAS outside of Jericho. I have a very hard time becoming invested in this faction. I don't understand why. Hmm. Oh, the bots. I do feel like there's a little bit of sameness sometimes in AEW. Right. They really rely, and it's weird too, right? Because you could say the WWE like relies too much on the bloodline or you know, just Roman in particular or Brock when he's around, but it, it, isn't it weird that um, having like the same core six talents. So front and center on AEW almost makes it feel more repetitive than having like the one at the top of the heap and then like a rotating mid card underneath them. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I agree. There's a lot of things that I don't know. They feel, that do that tend to feel repetitive or like you've seen it so many times or they're doing a lot of the same. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's a good promo. I like him saying that, you know, he's he's not going to stop wrestling until he's forced to. And I think that had some nice real life context to it. Right. Agreed. And he hates. I, I, I love it. Excuse me. I love the promo from Brian. That's why I said he felt like nobody should have came out to interrupt him at that point because he was great. 
it's also weird when Daniel Bryan starts talking about like I'm all about violence, like because it's like an angry D and D nerd telling you like you know I have my black belt in judo. <laughs> Don't set me off, bro. You know, uh, I mean Daniel Bryan's a very good wrestler, but it's just it's hard sometimes to take him. You know what it is? It's hard to take him seriously as menacing sometimes. That's what I love about him. You know, that's one of the things that I enjoy about Brian, that you see him and you'll be like, oh, he's such a nice dude. And then you realize that he could probably kick your butt. It makes him better. Like when you watch him in the ring. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I liked when he was Earth's champion. I thought that was his best heel. Oh, I love that. So good. But he hates that sports entertainment. Yep. He doesn't, though. <laughs> what did you think about Sammy Guevara and Ty versus Dante Martin and Sky Blue tonight for the AAA World Mixed Tag Team Championship? I thought it was a fun match. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't need the makeout section, but I appreciate it. These two just got married. Congratulations to them. I saw a lot of people have fun at that wedding, according to social media. Um, I like seeing this AAA titles being featured because a lot of people are not even aware that they're holding this championship. So just to see it on TV, well, to the 300,000 people that watch, it's still a, a bigger deal than not seeing it at all. I, I, I'm i a big fan of seeing AAA everywhere because they're doing awesome things. Yes, and Sammy and Tay won uh, tonight. So congratulations. Of course they did. They're the champs. And they just got married. They, they cut their honeymoon short just to be at this show. So they better give them the win. They should have come to the ring dragging cans and a just married sign. Oh, that would have been funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Parker Bordeaux versus Sunny Kiss. I missed this because my stream froze. So why don't you tell me what happened? Parker beat Sunny uh, pretty easily, it and did. it was actually very disappointing because Sunny rarely been on TV gets... for like five hundred days. I know, and I love Sunny, and this disappointed me so much. But then seeing how it ended with Sunny yeah. joining the faction was a bit of redemption. So that, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I saw the match announced, and I immediately thought, "That's how you're gonna bring Sony back to television because you know he's going to get squashed." Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm, I'm disappointed at that. I'm disappointed at the fact that you know this happened, and I didn't get to see the match. So the ending to me felt great. I I thought it was it was there was redemption because I was like, if you haven't put him on TV for this long, and this is what we see, that's that's disrespectful. <laughs> Yes. Oh, and uh, Tanera is going by Tanera Mello, her maiden name. Yeah. <sighs> Do you know how much paperwork is involved with that? I didn't realize that until my wife and I got married, like how much paperwork is involved in changing your name. What was that? I didn't realize how much paper, uh, I didn't realize how much uh, paperwork was involved in changing your name. When you get married. Oh, I have no idea. I, I never tried. Uh, so, oh, and uh, that's right. Sunny does go by uh, they and she pronouns. Did I get, did I get that Oh, wrong? thank you, DTA podcast. No, I did. That was my mistake. Um, So, Gun Club versus Beardhausen. Also, did you see the video of Sunny performing with Limp Biscuit a few no. weeks ago? You got to see that. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to search it. Yeah, that was, I think, in Vegas. I think that was uh, Money in the Bank weekend. Very oh, that's cool. incredible. See I have Sunny to get see that it. Opportunity. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed for Sunny uh, in trust. I won't keep on saying truth busters. Trust busters. 
Truthbusters? <laughs> wasn't that a TV show? Remember? When yeah. Like, okay. Truthbusters sounds like a, like a name, like a like a parody of something, you know? Um, yeah. Trustbuster rhymes with Dustbuster, which is... <laughs> what? Um, Gun Club versus Beardhausen. So Eric Redbeard and Danhausen. The Gun Club won due to a distraction from Billy. Here's the thing. If they don't want to be the ass boys and they want to be taken seriously, he should go by William Gunn. That's a more mature name. Yeah, I'm glad to see the guns, the gun club still being book strong. Um, I like them and they I, I think you... they grew on a lot of people after after they paired them with the acclaim. Yeah, but that's the thing. The acclaim, the ass boys, the ass daddy, the scissor me. Ask, like... you know, he's now ass grandpa or grandpa yeah. ass, I think. <laughs> I don't think the gun club on their own is over. I like them. I like them. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> it's like a can't buy me love scenario where Patrick Dempsey said, I just need to date the popular girl for a month. And then when she breaks <laughs> up with me, I'll still be popular. Maybe. It's very, do you ever see can't buy me love? No. Okay. So Maybe. It's I don't know. It's weird that, Patrick Dempsey with Grey's Anatomy became like this huge sex symbol because in the 80s... Oh, I have seen this movie. I have. Okay. Yes. Sorry. In the 80s, he was in multiple movies where he's like, I'm a young kid, but like women are really into me. Like uh, he was in In the Mood. He was in uh, Loverboy where he plays like a gigolo who delivers pizzas. And like there's code. If they order extra anchovies, that means they want the sex uh, and they're going to pay him for it. And uh, yeah, and then he was in Can't Buy Me Love. So it's weird that he was like the dorky guy, and then in Grey's Anatomy, he became this huge sex symbol. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know that the gun club is legitimately over. And yes, as Jax Callens is pointing out, Shawn Michaels tribute tights tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about Swerve in Our Glory in the promo? This is the thing about being taped. They could have fired, like, they could have thrown a little shade or made a shout-out maybe to Hit Row tonight had this been live. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. Because that would have been a lot better. I mean, I think this was a decent promo. I need to... Now I feel like the trios championships are going to be more important in AEW. So it's Mm. like, so we finally, like, give Swerve and Keith Lee this this big title because AEW has the big tag team division and now we barely see these titles on TV outside of them cutting promos and now with the trios titles tournament happening I don't know that they're going to get you know we'll see who they get to face at all out though so Hook appeared tonight yeah (laughs) championship he was confronted by a reality star from New Jersey and no I'm not talking about Dr. Oz Uh, Zach Clayton came to the ring and said he's going to take that title back to New Jersey where it belongs call it like the land of god or something like yeah <laughs> who was he nobody knew who he was i thought he so, was like engaged to someone on jersey shore i don't know but people were like i even tweeted the conor mcgregor gif of who the f is that guy <laughs> like what it's very hard to become invested in a promo when you can't even figure out who the person cutting the I promo know. is it's a weird so, way to introduce someone. Just say, hey, I'm going to kick your butt. Like, okay, but who are you? Why? What did you think main event? Orange Cassidy main eventing with oh. the best friends facing Ari Davari and Trustbusters. I, Orange Cassidy is so good in the ring. And as much as I dislike his gimmick, as soon as he starts wrestling, I really enjoy his work. Yeah. 
Uh, this was great. I thought it was it was fun. But Orange Cassidy getting the win doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Orange Cassidy, low-key, I think one of the biggest stars in all yeah. of AEW. And um thought this was good. And then I like Sonny coming to seem like yes. uh there's gonna be a confrontation with I was gonna say Harland with Parker, but then no. They've they've uh, aligned, and Sunny is now part of Trustbusters. Yeah, they made Parker look like a star tonight. I thought he looked like he's gonna be promising in AEW. He looked better tonight than everything he did with Joe Gacy. Trustbusters is an interesting faction because there is no theme. Like this looks like um, they they look like a superhero group, but like where there's no theme. It's like the Fantastic right. Four can wear their matching outfits. We don't go for that here. We all choose our own wardrobe, and uh, it's just going to kind of work, kind of like the uh, '70s era X Men. Uh, but what is Trustbusters? They're trying. So Ari is uh, like the richest man in professional wrestling. Yeah, he's apparently very rich. And they are going to bust the trust. I don't know. It's like a trust fund. What are the what? what what's the trust they're busting? I mean, it's a loaded question. We need to know more about this if someone can record a parody to the tune of Ghostbusters called Trustbusters, and uh, it will get at least five retweets. Now we know what songs you're gonna be mixing. You're gonna make their you're gonna make their theme song. <laughs> I'll just mix Ghostbusters with a thousand miles. That'll be tonight. Will be Ghostbusters and a thousand miles. And I'll just keep hitting the make. And when when I can't figure out, I just keep looping the making my way downtown part again and again, and it yeah. all works. When in doubt, make your way downtown. Yeah, walking by. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite episode of Rampage. It's tough when it's pre-taped. I feel like a broken record yeah. with this. It's tough when it's because nothing worth watching will happen. Do well, you think? Let know. me ask you something. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. If it's if what if what you put on TV pre-taped, people are gonna know what happens. If you put something worth watching, wouldn't more people tune in because they already know? Oh my god, I need to tune in to watch this. Yes. Well, it's I mean, anything like... is gonna get them better ratings than what they've been getting. But if you watch a TV show late or a streaming show mm -hmm. what gets people to watch oh my god you're not going to believe what happens this week oh my god you can't miss this episode oh what you haven't watched that you got to check it out when you're not hearing that on wednesday about the friday rampage and right people were you excited know. <laughs> about parker actually parker versus sunny that i was really looking forward to tonight i'm surprised yeah. i didn't have it spoiled for me everything that happened there but that got me to to tune in i was very hyped for that yeah, it's just, I don't know, the, it's, Rampage needs to, something needs to change about Rampage. I, if we didn't have to cover it, I find Rampage to be the perfect Saturday while you're making your morning coffee show to have in the background. Ooh, you know what, I mean, but even background shows, there's a difference. There's like, because now we have the genre of comfort shows. Like, I'll put on King of the Hill when I just want noise or something, but I'm still right. watching it. But a pure background, pure backgrounds like I put on like MTV 80s or something where it's like, ah, I'm going to zone this out and just fuck around on my phone, you know? Like, yeah. You don't want to be back. You want to be comfort watching is one thing, but I don't think anyone wants to be background anymore. I think they, they'll make great background noise for coffee time Saturday morning. That's it. That's it. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Dylan Matthews saying the only reason he watches Rampage is because of this podcast. 
Dylan is the best. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Dylan Watching, often, sacrificing your viewing experience just so you know what we're talking about. Dylan, who often tweets about Australian TV, and I wonder, wow, is this how people feel when they look at my Twitter feed and don't know the shows I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. In fairness, Actually. I've watched The Voice Australia before. The brothers from Good Charlotte were judges the season I watched. And Will I a couple of good seasons of Survivor Australia, too. Yeah. And uh, I used watched, to work for uh, an Australian company. Really? Yes, How was that? So, because so, I've got people that horrible, work with me. Horrible. If our IT fell apart, it was the yeah. worst thing. Some of the meeting times were weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lots of 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific meetings that I have to yes. have with people that I know in Australia. But, uh, and I watched The Masked Singer. I tried to watch The Masked Singer Australia, and I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I would assume so. Yes. <sighs> but I love NXS and Kylie Minogue. And Tomorrow When the War Began, which very popular Australian sci-fi novel, kind of like Red Dawn meets Starship Troopers meets The Hunger Games. Very popular in Australia, not so much internationally. (sighs) Anyhow, I'm just going to keep naming Australian things. Yahoo Serious. What? Yahoo Serious. You don't remember Yahoo Serious? Oh, you're too young. So Crocodile Dundee came out. And mm-hmm. captured the world's imagination. Everybody loved Crocodile Dundee. So, okay, but I remember, was, well, I, I know of Crocodile You know Crocodile Dundee. So like yeah, two yeah, years yeah. later, there was a movie in Australia called Young Einstein, starring an Australian comedian called Yahoo Sirius. And people were like, this is going to be the next Crocodile Dundee. And I remember I went to see this in theaters, and I was like, what in the fuck is this? America <laughs> had the same reaction. Nobody went and saw it. And it was a huge bomb. And America fell out of love with Australian culture just that quickly. Wow, thanks for letting me know. Yes, history. History. (laughs) So, that was tonight in sports entertainment. Yes, it was. Uh, Recording a new episode of Game Boys to Men with Jeff Gersman next week. I love that name. About the uh, Nintendo losing its iron grip, the emergence of Sega, and my role in the Game Genie trial. It's going to be very... Lots of 1990-1991 talk going to be very fun. Wow. And it'll be good. Good times. Okay. So, Issa, get some rest. You deserve it. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. I appreciate you. Have a good weekend. She's at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with the One. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Follow us both for hot takes. Issa's going to have those scoops. Yeah, and her scoops. Could happen, maybe. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Have a good weekend. We'll get you back here next time on Wrestling Inc. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.